Welcome to Open All Ours, the QBR podcast. I'm David Fraser. There are four of us around the table here. Uh, three fellow QPR fans joining me to my right is Paul Finney from Independent Ours. And the podcast. And the podcast. How are you, Paul? And Funky Flowers. And Funky Flowers. Anyone else you'd like to mention? And my mum. And your mum. Yeah. How are you, Paul? You, I'm much you, better than I was last exhausted, week. I am. I, I've done... Blackpool, Swansea and Reading and a lot of driving at work and I'm absolutely knackered. But I'm a lot happier than I was last week, so it's all good. Am I allowed to be tired as well? Or It's not a competition, David. Okay. Uh, Why are you tired anyway? I thought you'd never ask. I went to the Ryder Cup at the weekend. Yes, oh, I have God. been telling everybody. I have Golf. to make sure I tell as many people Golf. as possible. Golf. Golf. I made, I made an arse of myself last week, right? This is true. I went on um, one of these... Talk sport two things, right? They talk about me and a Wimbledon fan. Clang. Yeah. Right. That's not that. This wasn't, I don't think anyone listened. And they're going, who do you want to win the Ryder Cup? And I went, Rory McElroy. Oh <laughs> I know nothing. And they're going, you know it's a team game, don't you? I went, clearly. Yeah. Uh, the other people politely laughing that you can hear <laughs> is um, Gemma Fumagali. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. And Steve Sace. Hello. Welcome back. Who's wearing a lovely watch? Who is wearing a lovely watch? Oh, thank you. A lovely watch. Why is it, why are you saying that? Because I've got a nick it when he's not looking. <laughs> um so we have got what did we do? We we did we had well, since the last podcast, Swansea away mm-hmm. and then Reading away mm-hmm. last night. And has anything else happened club news wise? Maybe. Oh loads. Well, well, hold that thought because we just have to thank Roger Newman. Thank you, Roger Newman, for buying the beers. Um, very kindly supported the podcast. Anyone else wants to, go on our website at qprpod.co.uk. Click on support the show. But thank you to Roger Newman. The only other thing I always say at this point is if you want to get in touch with us, uh, please send your comments to, uh, usually through Twitter, uh, which is at qprpod, or you can go on our Facebook group and do it through there. Paul, what else happened this week? Um, well, it's been an interesting week. We had the debacle of Blackpool, which we discussed last week, so we need to go into that again. Swansea was horrendous. There's no getting away from it. The 31-pass move was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen in my life. This and is the Swansea 31-pass move where we didn't get anywhere near them. We could have been in a tank and we still wouldn't have stopped them. Um, and, and, and that was bad. Horrendous even. But the trouble is, when you were there, you didn't actually realise it was happening because they had the ball so much. Mm. That we weren't really counting passes. We had our heads in hand, and and it was kind of a weird atmosphere that everyone was kind of like, "This is how it is away from home. This is how it's going to be." Blah blah blah, and people couldn't be bothered to get upset. So that was bad. Um, the good thing about Swansea was that we, we met some Swansea fans beforehand who were really nice, and they were saying like, "We haven't scored for four hours." And as soon as I said that, I, I was quite politely banging my head off. Inevitability. The, uh, yeah. But why does that always happen to it us? Always happens. Why? To us. I don't know. We haven't scored... I'm not going to even try and do a Welsh accent, because I can't. Oh, we, do it. No, I can't. Yes, oh, go do on. it. Go on, no. go on, go on, go on, go on. Great big hands, you see. Um, <laughs> that's not bad. Do it. Do actually. Whatever you're about to say that the Welshman said to you, do it in a Welsh accent. No, no, um, Come on. Your Come man, on. Your man says, on. like, don't worry, we haven't scored in four hours. Been te- we've got four play- players out. Leroy for you've had him. Mm. All this sort of thing. 
And I just knew then it was like saying to Cindy, who was there, and my mate Dave Hawkins from Belfast, stay here, don't go to the match, we know what's going to happen. And, and they said, you can't be that bad. And Dave Hawkins went 3-0 straight away. Yeah. And sadly he was right. But we were, we were right played. I got we really thought, that was a really bad Welsh accent. It was shot. I can't do ac- I can't even do a Cockney accent, and I've lived here for thirty years. I just crap at them. Where are you from? Northampton. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul, as somebody who went to both games, and um, 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 we were all coming in, into it, what what happened between the two games? Do you think, and why was there such an upturn in result? Let's say at least last no, night. Just. F- as I've had a wee bit of trouble on Twitter recently, I just want to clarify that it doesn't make me better than anybody else. It just means I haven't got a life. Okay? What, what doesn't? More... The fact that you're on Twitter a lot? No, the fact that I can get to games. We've got to clarify. Oh, right, okay. I'm no better than anyone else. In fact, no I'm grown the worst up. QPR no fan actual of... grown-up cares about that, do they? You would be amazingly surprised. Okay. Anyway, I'm a shade fan. I accept that. I hold it up. Um, the difference was Reading was... Oh, so... the argument that you're a bad fan because you don't go to every game. The argument was I shouldn't criticise when we lose, even when I'm there. Because I don't see the full picture. Right. Well, it's better than being called tacky. That was oh, yeah! <laughs> I'm tacky. Yeah! I've never what? ever been called tacky before. Mm. So that's, um, you know, it's nice to have something new. I get- and I can't debate or discuss. Also, haven't been told that before. No. Usually I'm told the re- reverse, actually. I've been called a few horrible things. They're usually true. <laughs> I'm going to say nothing. But that was, I was Our surprised. Our gone. <laughs> I know we shouldn't talk about him, but oh, I can't. Troll. I seen he's not troll. gone. He's not gone. Oh, right, he's okay. he's, 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 he's still there. He's okay. still, I am. If you're listening, get back in touch. <laughs> By the way, I am a celebrity fan. What? Oh, well, we <laughs> don't call you that. A wannabe celebrity. What the fuck is a wannabe celebrity fan? If someone could explain, I, my fan is 15 years old. My car. Apologies to George Sharp, there, our youngest listener. For uh, the language. Sorry, George, yeah, but when you on. get older, you realise what complete numpties these people are. Yeah. Um, and. You know, how it works is we're QPR fans. We go on Twitter, we say what we think, and people can either agree, disagree, criticise, or be joyous with us in a victory, or be sad with us. And that's football. I don't understand why you can't come back from Blackpool and say, "God, that was really horrendous," and Swansea, and then you go to Reading and go, "Jesus, brilliant, we won, marvellous," and people. No, you wouldn't send that away. Go, no, because we got tanked by Blackpool, that's why. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's football. And anyway, them things are just ridiculous. But Twitter is, I mean, that's Twitter. It is. And I still love it because I'm an argumentative gobshite. I will argue with anyone. I don't care if my mum was a QPR manager. Do you really? Yeah, I'm sorry. But anyway, yeah. It's all coming out now. The the difference, difference, going back to the original topic before everyone switches off. And by the way, her troll is still out there. Um, Okay. Hi, David. Okay. Oh, sorry, sorry, David. That was another David. Yeah. Um, hopefully, yeah. Been to university, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> My arse. Um, so have I. Right. Anyway, so yeah. Difference Dif- between the they, two performances. They finished. Yeah. Can I say also the referee? Oh, he was superb. Oh my goodness! So, Can we have him every? Interesting well, thing. Can... Apparently, we got a hell of a lot out of that referee. It so, was. Well, the one goal the first five my, minutes was a lot my, of trouble. I my thought. brother Ben says a lot of things that are not intelligent comment but I believe he said something that was quite uh, interesting he said this ref would not be giving us this if they had a full ground and I think that's right and and the point was 
That's the difference that fans make. He would have given them a penalty or two really? if they'd have actually there had three fans there. That Referees. could have been given. Yeah, and, and but but when you got no fans well, well, there, clearly, it's hard to tell when you're there. Well, there was no replay on the sky red button, which was really annoying. Actually, I could have rewound it, couldn't I? I think yeah, just yeah. That. I tacky. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so, and so I kept waiting. For, but they, I mean, whether they were or not, there were three perfectly arguable shouts and the first one he gave a yellow card for diving which I thought was quite a punchy decision the other two uh, certainly one was I thought a clear penalty the other one I don't Mm. know but to have three you think on the law of averages just by the fact there were three by the third one the guy's going to give it because even if you're not sure about the other two but 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 that ref was so comfortable because they had no there was fans no, there. Was there. No, there weren't any fans. That, there was, that would there was be a no, really, that's a I, really I think good that's point. a legitimate argument. Luongo did an absolutely horrendous challenge in the first ten minutes, which would have been oh, uh, yeah, I, I, I heard I, that on the radio. Yeah. I, I just turned around, so everyone went, "He's off. He's got to be mm. not even a yellow." I go no. with Rob Styles in reverse. This is brilliant. I, I um, think we, on Loft for Words, they gave the ref eleven out of ten. I, I think think I read 50. that right. He was the best ref I, we've, I've ever witnessed <laughs> in my life. Do you know what, Jim? I was thinking afterwards, we should send him a Christmas card. Oh God, let's do it. Can we yeah. invite him on the podcast? What was his oh, name? This referee. I don't know what was his name. Marvelous I need a T-shirt. Referee. I'm going to look up he the ref. He was marvellous. And do you know what as well is that the Reading fans that were there, who weren't a lot, and I know we can't criticise lower tendencies because we're hardly feeling the wrong ground. I know this. But at Reading, they've got a new scheme. I don't think it's going to catch on. It's buy one ticket, get a whole row to yourself. Dave, <laughs> <laughs> how bad was it? It was shocking, wasn't it? I mean, it no, they came, they came in fancy dressed, didn't they? A seat. Blue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, see, I knew we yeah. go with that one. But to be fair, and also the difference last night was I do believe the hunger was there that wasn't there against Swansea. And maybe they, 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 they went home and felt bad about the 31 passes or whatever. But there was a difference, but it was two very bad teams. It was very scrap. Well, it looked very scrappy. But, but the fa- our fans sounded amazing the whole way they through. Were. You they could were. hear it. It did not stop. And I'm mm. sure from what you've just said, David, about the, the ref, but also for the players, it would have been all they could hear the whole way through that game because there was nothing from Reading. It felt loud when we scored, as in it felt loud in in terms of in comparison to the rest of the ground but I don't know if that came through it was the loud. I thought it was loud on television and I thought you couldn't hear anything else it, it was loud on the radio as well and to be honest I, I thought 1150 was, was a really good turnout for, brilliant. On a, for a game like, that's historically a, I mean it was about 50% of the people who were there I think the given attendance was about 14,000 but there was no another 14,000 no, no way 14, uh, Andy Davies is the man who we want to thank by the way thank from you Hampshire. Andy He's the referee. Yeah, whatever you need, when's yes. your next game with us? Beers. He's a pod patron, a lifetime <laughs> pod patron. Andy it Davis. makes a difference if we get a riff on our side. I've mean, got to be honest with you, if I was a Reading fan, I'd have been spitting me feathers out in my feet. We'd have gone mental if that oh, had been the reverse. But you know what the good thing as well about last night is it, it was it, Cousins played well, which is good. And you kind of seen what the, the team can do in the right context of what we're trying to do. Cameron was a much better player. Is he got to play easy? Is he? How you pronounce it? In that middle role yeah. or behind a forward or whatever? Because he's he's so good on the ball, but he's rubbish in the wing. You mm. can't even play him in the wing. But it was Nonsense. horrifically worrying up front. Still, the amount of chances that we did not put away. But that's confidence, isn't it? Surely. Hor- yeah, but that I'm not meant to be too negative. But that really did worry me again. Create, yeah, creating. 
creating chances. You could be negative, we were, but yeah, um, they were really. I thought they looked so poor. I mean, if I was a Reading fan on one hand last night, I would be so concerned. And, they, and, you know, from from someone who's so concerned very, about very us, poor they really, really, poor. really looked terrible. Did that guy terrible. for Fulham? Um, they paid a lot of money for. I mean, they haven't. It's not. That's not a free transfer team. No. I wonder if we dodged a bullet with Clement. I'm one. Uh, I, I, is he? I wonder if he is. Andre Villas Boas the second, highly that lord exactly, yeah. exactly yes. highly that is lauded podcast brilliance. Can thank you, You're thank welcome. you. You know, highly lauded, supposedly amazing. Is he actually? Nope. No. Bombed again. Their set, their set pieces were worse than ours. They were shocking. They were really shocking. And we I mean, actually, and, the, and the, it's good to win the pink kit. I know we did it at Bolton, but it's oh. nice to win that pink because I, oh. I was getting nightmares about that pink kit. Yeah, we don't know who do around the kit, do we? No, we're going to do around the club for hanging. Well, that's true. Do, do you reckon? All right, I'm, I think, I'm going to put it out there. Sorry, Dave. I've, sorry. Got, I've got to ask this question: Two wins before Christmas away from home. Is this the year we win at the City Ground? Don't be ridiculous. No, okay, I thought it was getting kind of. Are you high? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Sorry. When I is that thinking, game? Um, it's in December the 22nd, I believe. No. Right. No. I'm no. really, really dying to go to that. I've never come, been to the come. ground. It's brilliant. I go to the cricket next door. I've never been to the ground, and I'm thinking if I go, we might win. I'm not going to drive. We went to that. Didn't we? But yeah. do you know what? It's the weekend. I'm meant to be at my in-laws. Oh, what a shame. So you come to Nottingham then? Yeah. Okay. Um, I will drive because I took you to Wigan that time and it took an awfully long That's time. The lu- that was the lucky trip. Will you have, have, you won't, no, don't drive with the 50 no. mile an hour no. speed limiter on I've the car. But anyway, Forest away. I've been to the city ground with you and yes. had a lift in the 50 mile an hour speed limiter <laughs> car. Dri- got, driving is finny. We got home extremely That was Steve right. Sears. I bet it was earlier than we got back from Wigan. <laughs> They shut the boat away. It wasn't my fault. Finley, you weren't even doing 50. I reckon you were doing 40 <laughs> with the limiter. Was there, is there an added bonus if you do it 40? Anyway, back to Reading. Sorry. <laughs> um, but do you know what was really weird about Reading? I couldn't get my head around. And it really bugs me. They do the worst hoop kits ever. Oh, um, They're awful. What, who who in the right mind no said put faded hoops in the back and put normal hoops in the front? Uh, didn't QPR do that circa 2000? It was. I looked and assumed it was the same. Like that. Oh, I ignored that, our was kits. it the Nike kit we had year one, where they wouldn't yeah, let us? Yeah, and then supposedly yeah. we were going to get the choice year two, and we yeah. didn't. I assumed that that was the same kit. I think, right. No, we didn't feed them out. We just didn't have them. Yes, I thought they didn't have also, them. Also, they were kit. Oh, were well, they faded? It on TV, it looked like they just had no. No, no, they, 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 they you, faded. You, out. you can tell where Reading are in the football kit food chain. Their away kit is Chelsea's training top. Have you noticed that? <laughs> no. They've got like a black and yellow, the, car, the Carabao thing on the front. Yeah, we oh, it's like Chelsea. a sweet poetic justice. We, 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 we did Chelsea away shit once, but people forget about that under the Nike. <laughs> um, it was weird. You like get, get out of the car or, or whatever in this town, you're walking around and like you think, you see someone in blue and white hoops and you think, oh, there's QPR. Oh, no, no it's not. Oh, there's QPR. Oh, no, no but it's You not. can tell the difference because they've always had awful kits. Always, their, their, their hopes are always shockingly bad. They, they, they seem to they seem to ruin it. And also, I remember playing them in the full members cup when Trevor Senior was playing for them, and they didn't have hopes. They abandoned the hopes for years. So and they, and when they did, but Finney, I just don't think we can say anything about that kit with that pink. I know lots of people love oh, it, and okay. I know lots you're of not, people. You're not, it. You're not. You're not. I a am pink. so not a fan. I like pink, but I don't like what that is it, pink Jim? kit. What is it that makes you think it's not a nice kit? It's not to me. That's not a football kit. 
It's a highlighter pen. It's a highlighter <laughs> pen. That was the best. Yeah, no. Yeah, Gary put that up yesterday on Twitter. Exactly. Right. It looked, he put up a I picture. didn't copy that from Gary. Well, it, just to clarify. Oh, sorry. But well <laughs> but done, look, Gary. It, Great Gary, minds it think is alike. The, it's the pink highlighter pen. And I, every time I look Stabilo at it. Stabilo Boss. I can't. That's What's your what favourite called? Keep Your Awake at? You can't say Dennis. Red and Black. Well, that's that obviously my favourite one. I like the red and black halves. I like the red and white halves. I like, I for me, bl- red is opposite to blue. So I would always have an away kit that was red when we have a blue mm. and white. Fair, that's the, just the my... The final kit is hard to beat. The black shorts, the, the socks, everything is beautiful. That was beautiful. Yeah. Sorry, that was the, the 82 cup final. Steve. Can I, can, I, can I throw in a really random one? I really like the Millennium kit, the, the one that was white. and had oh, the, I like the that, thin, yeah. The black and red. They were oh, very yeah, fine yeah. stripes, weren't they? Look like a flower show. Oh, you're not talking about the same as the kit that with the all white that we played in in the playoff no, final. No, 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 no. I know what kit. you mean. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Trying to think. go back. Go back. Go back. We need Ash Rose for this yeah, discussion. But I, I think that we need to. Um, it'd be nice if the club went more retro with away kits because remember that thing that had Happy Birthday to Furlong yesterday for his 50th, and that red and black. That's a, that is actually a really yeah. nice kit. The JD Sports. Oh, movement. somebody explain these T-shirts that those are coming out. Oh, the uh, the the uh, um, God save the Queen, the Queen's Park, Park Rangers. Rangers. I, I heard I heard they were old, old stock actually. Okay, um, I'm no, going to just look at them and around in the in Chris the Charles would buy one. He's an old punk. Steve, right decisions, right team selections between Swansea the T-shirts. No, well, I'm I'm moving off T-shirts <laughs> to. Three changes between Swansea and uh, Reading. It sounded pretty good to me. I mean, I wasn't at either game, but you're a terrible man. I know. Oh, I, I don't know. Worst That's fan ever. Terrible. Don't go on Twitter um, ever again. Oh, you'd be <laughs> mauled. Um, but I was at the Millwall home game, and that was nice of you. We <laughs> turned up, uh, and that first half we were absolutely tremendous, and I thought Naki Wells was. Just the light years ahead. Now I know we struggled then a bit in the second half, and we you know we kept we kept hold of that game. But I'm really glad that we chose a similar formation to the, the to what we had against Millwall. Um, mm. That that two up top just does not seem to be working for us because obviously we've got to push Freeman and Eze out wide. I think yeah. uh, that you know that that tighter tighter midfield seems to work quite well. Do we think Luongo's kind of Come back from the World Cup and a little bit angry. That's what I've been thinking. It's a bit of an an, an enigma, um, Luongo, at the moment. I can't really work out if if it's kind of he's trying and he's like frustrated, or if he's if it's just not happening for him. I I can't really work out what what's going on in his head. What do you think, Gemma? I don't know, and I'm worrying about Smith as well, Little Smith, mm. not not playing, and I don't know whether Luongo's struggling with who's sitting around him in the mid because I still feel the midfield just. Doesn't feel like it felt when it was working well before. I, you kind of, we, you know, we've we've tackled the up front bit. We're trying with the defence, but I still there's this gap where we sort of jump the midfield to get yeah. forward because it doesn't feel solid enough. And he doesn't look like he looks comfortable. And I don't know whether that's him or whether that's because he's not in training, gelling enough with the people that he's, you know, the, the midfield as it stands. I don't really it's, know. It's weird because I saw Paul Smith last night because he was actually... He was in a, in a oh, way was end, wasn't he? I got stuck at the turnstile. 
I don't know why. I was a nurse, and um, that usually happens to me. No, what, well, stuck physically, as in you couldn't well, get out. I made a nurse myself. I tried to get in, and the ticket wouldn't do it. And the guy behind me you said, said you were putting on weight, but I, that was quite excessive. I am putting quite a lot of weight on. Anyway, so I, anyway, I messed up because I was being stupid. My head was not in the right place, and I, I ended up having to. Get let in, so they're all laughing at me. It's all Paul Smith, and they're all taking the piss and stuff. And I was having a yawn to him, and you kind of expect a lot of bit. Was this like through the the shut turnstile? No, once I got through, after about five right, minutes okay. of being an absolute gobshite, I got in and, okay. and I walked over to him and had a wee yawn with him. He's not bitter, he's not twisted, he's not even angry. He's just frustrated because he's come into the squad. He's got young player of the year. He scored his international debut. He feels he can offer QPR something. Yes. And he's not really... This is the impression I get. Not that he said anything if the club are listening. He hasn't said a down word. But I just get the impression that he just thinks he wants a chance to stop making them faces. Um, and, <laughs> Where's and I, he from? I, I, Where, I, where's he from? Paul Smith. Yeah. He played for Linfield. I'm a Glen Torn supporter. Oh. I don't like Linfield. But right, no, okay. his, his girlfriend's Glen Torn, so that's all right. Anyway, but it's frustrating. And Where I would think, you play her? <sighs> Wherever she told, that. I've met her wherever she told me I play her okay um, and the, the, the thing about it's like Ryan Manning you know he's doing so well for oh. it, Rotherham and it's kind of like that's thinking, a sickener isn't it yeah it, it, is it is it because they've come from non-league and they haven't gone through the football schooling that Steve thinks these guys aren't that's Steve McLaren or is it something that's going on in training or what, yeah. is, the, what is the problem because does he not I understand do, his accent like the pace thing we miss that is again yesterday every time you know, the ball's going up front and you're watching people competing for balls and, and you don't, there's no one. And I know Sholek's supposedly kind of out of favour and stuff and he's been a bit patchy anyway, but his pace, again, on the wing, sometimes there have been games where he's mm. played and you suddenly feel, what I feel we have lacked is seeing anyone run forward at any point that just makes a, a real play and people don't catch up with them or that either well, it's, it's pace bit... or creativity, I don't even know. But it looks like we are just quite predictable and, and, and I think Smith... And Manning and Sholek to an extent all offer things that are a little bit more creative and without them as is Bright Samuel as well yeah I was yes. going to say Bright, yes. Bright say Samuel because he's, he's got pace to burn and, and has looked really really good in once or twice I've seen him and uh, he's just been bombed out I don't get what the thinking is it kind of just seems a bit random I think it's fear I think it's fear because he's, he's got to get the Camerons in he's got to get his, his defence like you saw the substitutes last night he was terrified of Reading score, and you could see that because, you know, we ended up with. Uh, no, do we have any strikers on the end? I don't know. I can't remember. I think two guys went off, didn't we? You know, he, he, he was scared of, of, you know, them scoring and everything else, but Reading were never going to score them off for Sundays. You, you could literally leave. He took Wells off. Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. We, yeah. we ended up with no striker. And Pavel came on, who, I have to be honest, did. The best challenge on the winger I have <laughs> ever seen. The winger's waiting to take the ball down. He's going to chest it. Pavel comes in like a steam train, puts him out, and then claims it was a foul. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> and is that that sort of thing? And what's that ref called again? Andy, Andy, Andy Davis. Andy Davis. Obviously, there's nothing, no foul. Nothing. No didn't foul. give anything. And I think there's, there's frustration there. But yeah, I like to see Pavel involved more. I like to see Sam involved more. I like to see Wee Smith involved more. Um, Who? Uh, uh, tell me. Out, I'm not. We're obviously not coming off the back of like a run of loads of victories. But you take that those midfielders mm. who played last night. So except that we need a striker up front if we're going to mm. play one up front. So it's either going to be Wells or Hemed or maybe Big Smith. And then you're Ezzy you behind play them. Big Smith by himself. Fine, but you're going to have one striker there and Ezzy behind, right? Mm. So then you're going to have uh, four. Four midfielders behind them. If I've no, got my maths right, yeah. who who out of those four 
are you leaving out to bring in Smith? Little to me, Smith. To me, the mid- midfield is quite simple. If you're gonna, you can play Cameron, um, Eze in front, and then either and then Freeman in, in the centre as well. And then your two wide players, in my opinion, should be Smith and Bright Samuel. So you drop Luongo. Yeah, because you can bring them two in to support the forward. Then you can play. Sorry, one Little Smith and who? Little Smith and Bright Samuel. Bring, okay. bring them in because then they can come in behind, and you can you can play a four-three-three. Adapt it a bit more, and also they can drop back as well. So See, you don't leave your. your I'm not. Backs. I'm just more. Cons- I'm worried about Freeman at the moment this season too. He played well last a, night in the right but, position. Yes, but again, his. Uh, I don't know if it's confidence. I feel like it's his confidence has gone. But last season, I felt like if he was free kick area front of goal, you had a, a chance he might score. Whereas this season, it's just he's just way way off. So both him and Luongo, I think, aren't performing in the way that they have done so before. You can play Cameron and Ezzy in the middle. Who, who in your who in your fictitious midfield or, or whatever hypothetical midfield, who's giving the defence the protection? That... I was just going to say my next question is defence because obviously they were terrible last night. But defence, looking at our goal difference and recent score lines, is still a huge issue. Mm. Yeah. So put us against anyone decent, and what it's going to happen again that we're going to hemorrhage goals. But then uh, if you get the... whole fit and play him with Cameron. You've got two. How, yes, was Hall on the bench last He was. What are you going to say, Steve? I was just going to say about Cameron, though. He doesn't seem fit enough to play every game. Because no. he, play, he played one full game and then, and, then, and then he was dropped for the next game. And uh, I'd be really surprised if we see him on Saturday, to be honest. I think that's the problem, though, we've got. Because I'm kind of thinking Manning was ideal for what we're looking for. Who, yeah, sorry? Manning. He can tackle, he can pass, yeah. he can shoot, he can beat... No, but it's true. I'm not just saying because he's Irish. Where's he from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I grew up in Westbourne Park um, after Belfast. Anyway, so Manning, Wee Smith, I'm sure a bias, but they offer that wee bit of youth. I'm not sure, I'm not sure Little Smith should be in the starting 11 every game, but it, he definitely is worthy of much, much more time on the pitch than he has had so far. Has he yeah. had any time so far? He's played uh, bits and yeah. pieces, but he hasn't really... He should be your first go-to, first or second go-to sub. I think the other thing we, we, we need to look at is we need to look at... Um, obviously, last night we had we stuck to plan A, but when plan A goes wrong with the plan B, and plan B tends to be bring Big Smith on and we can hoof the ball up and he can head it on to someone who doesn't exist. There is options for the team, but we've got to develop... Everyone around, and I think the pace, as Gemma touched on, is is, is so true because Bid Bill's got no pace, yeah. you know. Um, and Gal, who's who's been brilliant, still hasn't got any pace. So you'll need to bring the wingers in. You need to have your bright Samuel Smith or your Pavel coming down the floor. Hello, Pavel hasn't got a lot of pace. He's got better vision, and he can play people in. Mixed with Ezzy, can unsettle teams. What we did last night already, we really unsettled the defence mm. because they weren't sure what Ezzy Easy was going to do next. Can I say something? And it's unhelpful. And probably negative. That's but, that's what this podcast that's what is I for. Do. That, that I call my middle name. <laughs> yeah. um, was that ta- I'll be tacky? Yeah. I'll I was be a joke, Steve. <laughs> I, I was won't. watching the yeah. playoff final. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the playoff final again the other week, last week, as one does. How many does. times have you watched Very it? Good. Oh, I don't know. I've lost count. And yeah. what struck me so much with the way that we have lost these horrendous amounts of goal games was watching us be pummeled for the whole of that road of time and our defence versus now and how much I think we're missing Nedham in defence this okay. season because I just, we just, I don't feel there's, I mean, with Hall not being in as well, I mean, I felt similarly about Hall when he plays, you, there's that 
element of just protection, protection whereas yeah. I just feel stressed every time the ball is anywhere near our half. It's I, I agree about that with, with Anua. I think we are missing just that, and that you stability. Watch that, in that game, which we don't, I, don't, I hadn't really sat and concentrated so much before, I think, because I was waiting, and the replays are always waiting yeah. for the obviously the high point but the amount of times we defended that goal we would never if you played that game now we would have lost 10-0 with a similar pounding against I was in charge you wouldn't what's just a little bit annoying about Anur is that I mean obviously we couldn't we couldn't make the finances work and I, I mean, maybe maybe he wanted it maybe he wanted a new challenge but yeah. he's kind of ended up going to going to Real Salt Lake City in Utah, and he, he like got he got seven minutes, I think, the other day, and uh, he didn't hardly touch the ball. I mean, maybe maybe he wanted a new life. I don't know, but it's, his presence, we are really Did missing. Did he want to move closer to Manchester? Well, yeah, the, I thought he went. Yeah, the move, <laughs> the move north, but we've we've heard that several times. Didn't Clark Collard want to move north? And I, I did. I've said this before. There did feel like a whole bunch of players who left in the summer who left for the simple reason that they didn't want to be at QPR anymore, that mm. left without having a better offer, yeah. a better option, but just to not be at QPR. And that felt like it with him. He didn't have an offer for ages. He decided not to re-sign with QPR. Agreed. And he didn't have an offer for ages. And he only got signed up at the end of September. Yeah, but it's kind of... Did you, I, I know we've all said it because I was doing the rounds on Twitter, the Rio Ferdinand thing on um, BT Sport... Hello, Chris Charles. Um, what was that? Remind me what he said. He, he basically they were talking about whether at Man U and whether at football clubs in Liverpool. Not oh, and he said all the QPR boys yeah. talk about money all the time. Talked about money. And that all the kind time. of that kind of worried me about the culture of our club. That you know, we, we all know it, and it's only when people like that enhance, enhance it to your subconscious that you kind of think, "Oh my God, we knew it. Watching it, we watched that crap for long enough. Mm-hmm. We knew it." And that hurts. That really hurts. But to see it in reality like that, it just says, oh, God, you know, it's so, it's so depressing. So all you want, right, is, I mean, you want wins, you want points, you want goals, but you're happy, you accept whatever happens if everybody puts a shift in and everyone tries their best. From, from uh, I don't know what these two think, but from my point of view, I want them to leave their soul on the pitch. And that's right. what I can ask. Win, lose, a draw. And there's two things that have happened recently which have got me very worried. The first one was, I wasn't there, but what I have seen of that performance at Swansea encapsulated in that 30-odd pass move, mm. which Luongo has kind of carried the can for more They're than anyone. But that is a fundamental... That, that points to... That speaks to attitude... And desire, like fine if you're losing and fine if you're not going to be the best team on the day. But if you're not, if you're doing that, that is a fundamental problem. It does feel like McLaren hasn't got, hasn't got the heads of the squad sorted out. It does seem like, you know, there's, there's possibly a split in the dressing room between the, the, the first string and the, the, the second string as we saw at Blackpool. But, um, but I wonder if he's... My second point was I wonder if he's leading by example because I haven't gotten over Blackpool yet. And what was that man doing? Yeah. Like, what, what does he know and not know and not understand about the club to make those nine changes? I am so angry And doesn't still, that point on. to his attitude? 
Like, what was he doing and what was he thinking and how much lack of understanding do you have to turn out that team against Blackpool when we have a great chance of progressing in that competition? I was so excited about the next round. I can't bear it. Arsenal. No. Well, technically, no, because we would have been a different number ball, apparently. Oh, okay. But, yeah, that Blackpool got Arsenal. It's, it's absolutely unspeakable to me. and I, So I don't know what's going on in the dressing room. I have no idea. But I suppose, yes, what, what, back to your original question, you want them to give their all. And, and arguably, watching last night, you know, everybody was trying their best. We just all still look a bit crap. Do I have hope for the season? No. Um, and I worry because I don't know how much... I have no idea what's going on. I don't know how much is... The management, how the team feel. I don't know what the problems are. I can't see. I don't feel particularly optimistic, and I don't. But I don't know what the problems are. Mm. But I don't. I don't see a solution, given the, the squad and McLaren and everything. I mean, my take on it is that I can cope with this being a bit rubbish. I mean, you know, like, like, as long like, as we yeah. stay up. I mean, I think probably all of us, you know, followed Rangers when we were in the third tier. I mean, you know, we, yeah. we've been there and won that T-shirt, but. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna lose a few. We, you know we're gonna we're, we're gonna have some poor performances. But you want players to be you know putting their all in. You want to have some confidence in the management. And we seem to be sort of flip flopping between uh, you know a feast and a famine. You know it's it's either either we're fantastic like we were against Millwall or we're having a run of two or three defeats mm. where we're absolutely abject. Mm. And I'd just love us to get some kind of consistency. And and, I, and McLaren's obviously really struggling for that at the moment. I think the trouble with Steve is that he's kind of like um, he's got a lot of belief in himself, and perhaps it's getting that belief over to the players. But the um, Blackpool shouldn't be forgotten. It was horrendous, and people shouldn't say, "Oh, um, it, it, it was a nothing game," or it "Was this and the other?" It's the only cup we've ever won. And also, that is how you get these players. You know, if half the time the problem is that the players maybe don't have the belief or they're not uh, gelling or whatever it is, that is how you can get it: is winning a game. And it's unacceptable to, to throw away a game like that because even if you've got a team who are running off the back of a, a good mm. win and they're feeling confident, how it doesn't matter who was playing, they lost against Blackpool. It was appalling. Maybe I've missed something, but I don't do. get the sense that he has... I'd like to think that somebody at the club has properly hauled him over the coals for that and explained What's to him... What's going on, though? Why? Like, for example, what, what, since Amit took over... Who you know, I'm a great fan of, but what's actually happened? Is this a? Is it? Is he actually going to be involved at all or not? It, has anything? Yes. Has I mean, anything? You don't changed? know. He's not involved. It, to be fair, every oh, club yeah, no, dreams no, no. of I a mean, chairman that isn't hogging the limelight, and Amit's not. No, and I only so look that, at his Instagram. Yeah, but what it comes down to, <laughs> what it comes down to at the end, of the, end really? of the day is money, and the the money, most of it. It comes from Ruben. Some of it comes from Tony, and a very and a very small percentage of it comes from comes from Sea Dream. Is that uh, anyway? That's Amit's company, and yeah, Amit is you know he's supposed to be there as the kind of the the man the guy in charge, but when it comes to the big decisions, because it's not his money, can he say? Yeah, oh, and then there's the Les Ferdinand rumour as well with the FA yeah. as well, isn't there? Mm. Yeah. The, the thing is, but go on, sorry, doing one sorry. thing at a time. No, that's all right. I apologise to me, I'm an idiot. Um, is, um, I usually wander off the room and talk about absolutely everything. The thing about Amit is, I, 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 I said it last week, I said it again, he's a chairman with a nice face. 
He's a chairman that I would love to go into a room with and I'll come out thinking, Christ, give me Everest, I'll climb Everest. Give me Mars, I'll go to Mars. Because you believe him. Yeah. Now, whether he'll give you the spaceship to do it is another thing because he hasn't actually got the money to do that. But as in, I wonder whether who, who would No, he has pull, got the money, but they have to put So the who would haul McLaren up for that? So you've got Les, who's in the FA's office. Or I don't think Steve listens to Les. So Lee? Lee, Lee who's? Maybe. Maybe. Someone. Sorry. I don't believe anyone Sorry. has. I don't believe anything that he's said. Is, if, you're, if you're Steve McLaren and you've been the England manager and you yeah. took Middlesbrough to UEFA Cup final, I think he did. I'm not sure. And Tony, he was Tony Fernandez's hire, wasn't he? Yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't Fernandez's. So, again... And let's not forget, Tony Fernandez didn't make good hires, really. The only one we were really that really sort of did well was an Ian Taylor hire. <laughs> you know? We miss the only, Ian. The only Ian one that kind of, that. the only one who fulfilled his, Tottenham. the only one who fulfilled his brief was 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 Ian's hire. I think the thing is, carry on. It's typical QPR that you've got like kind of like, you know, we talked about this the other day, and we, we talk about it to death. And people who have th- listened to this podcast are probably thinking, "My God, we won last night, and these guys are still talking this." But QPR is a more complex conversation than three points or one point or zero points or a goal difference or whatever is that you have a chairman who's the least shareholding person in the club. Bit strange. Yeah, that, that is strange. And, and highly unusual. It's basically he's been putting a chair to that's, a piece. That's not unusual in business, though. It just seems Maybe. to be unusual in football. I can talk about football, so, yeah. Like, shareholders often appoint a chairman to, to kind of run the thing for them, and that's obviously what... That's obviously their approach here. Okay. I mean, putting it quite simply, I just hope that Amit isn't another human shield for Tony. Yeah, and that's what probably exactly is my. But worry. Yeah. then that Amit doesn't seem the sort of. I mean, no. he doesn't seem. He's it's not a fool. He's not an idiot. Stop playing golf with John Terry. Anyway, moving on. Um, and um, he'll be fine. And I, he, do you know what? Joking aside, and I don't mean that by playing golf with that idiot. He can do what he wants. He's a nice. It's good of you. I think yeah. so. Not that I've got. Who would ever listen to me? Christ, my daughter doesn't even listen to me. She's obviously frigging Tottenham play tonight. I'm devastated. I just hope actually that Amit can mm-hmm. be the one that one yeah. that as well as Lee would haul him in and say, mm. "What the hell are you doing?" I don't think it's. But a I case don't of, know whether he would. Jim, I don't think it's a case of holding him in. I think it's a case of like trying to question what they're doing in a certain way. I don't think anyone gets bullied at QPR because that's not the way QPR no. do things. No. Um, I, I, I don't know. Basically, the structure of QPR is so complicated. And so bizarre, I don't know even know who does what, who does this, who does that, no. who does... Because everyone says when we lose, I'm not taking responsibility, we're just going to sack the manager. Yes. And then when we win, the manager's great, and everything's fantastic, and the academy's brilliant, yeah. and then we lose, and then we start all over again. I mean, everyone's already saying, aren't they, Warnock will be in by Christmas. I don't know, why do we have to keep going back to the past, even? Why do we have to go back to Holloway? Because it makes a damn oh, good argument on Twitter, that's why. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's and actually, because you look around at all, all the managers that we've kind of touted or thought that we might take and they're all not doing very well so suddenly people think well who would we want that and war, we can't afford anyone not anyway. saying I prefer the championship was the clearest sign of I don't fancy this in the Premier League this is not my bag sack me give me a massive payoff I've ever heard no, it, what it is, sack me give me a payoff I'm off to QPR is it fair to say and I might get I, get, I might get um, hammered for this especially by Gemma I'm not sure someone's telling me I might do Vincent Tan, can we get sued in this podcast by the way? Go David? on. No. <laughs> Cardiff. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see Vincent Tan doing a May Day parade in a tank. What, because he looks like a dictator? Yeah. Mm. Don't you think? Is he still even involved with Cardiff? Of course he is. He's a show. You'll see him like on TV with his. He wears his shirt, classic 
Doesn't he? He's, he wears that shirt. So when we think of Tony Fernandez, look at Vincent Tan and Phil. Yes. If, I, if I can make a balancing yeah. point about Vincent Tan, there's a lot of people saying... He uh, made them play in red. Yeah, well, he's yeah. Mad, mad, mad chairman. He had Malky Mackay's number. He did. Absolutely. He did. Uh, he, he also changed the kit, tried to change the identity, and the Egypt in the Premier League went with it. But that, made a mistake and rolled back on does it. Does it matter? You should never change a club's identity or colours. Never, never, never. It's a big, big, big no-no. No one should ever do it. I don't think anyone's going to disagree with you on that. Can we do the Arzen now? Do you want. It's your podcast. Arzen. Which Steve and one? I are doing a joint yeah, we one. Do, we do, we haven't discussed it. We just are you? Do, do a joint one. Yeah. But you, you do. Is this like, is like, is like, this is like do a, do a you know what it is? Is this like a tag no, team no, marathon? This is a duet. This is like Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan. No, no, no. <laughs> Especially for you. We look Go on. Similar to no, you know, do, do, I'm thinking. Do you know what I'm thinking? I'm, I'm looking at Jeanette. I'm thinking of. Well, oh, it's gone for me. Did you just call her Jeanette? You just called her Jeanette. I didn't. I thought you did. Accent. Oh. Duet. 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 It's a duet with the Irish accent. Oh, you should be ashamed of yourself yes. for getting that wrong. Um, <laughs> go. Yep. Um, both Gemma and I are involved in the Stay in W12 group, and as is Finney, actually. Uh, so that's, I'm the old one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did the first time. You're not a celebrity fan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have. <laughs> We have got our website up and running, and we are um, inviting people to get in touch and show their support. Let us know that you're interested, Um, and we'd really like to hear from you, I guess. The main thing I'd just say is, I'm sure everyone feels similar to us, that at the moment, with things as they are, not particularly enthusiastic about new stadium, but it takes so many years to get a new stadium, and not only does it take so many years to get a new stadium, that there are not lots of sites available in the area that we want to stay in, i.e. near Loftus Road. And so that's why we've set this group up, because we really are only going to get one shot at a new stadium at the, at the moment, as it stands. There's Limford Christie or there's nothing, and we cannot stay in the site we're in. And we can't wait till a year, two years, three years down the line when suddenly we start doing really well, and then say, OK, we're doing well now, we need a stadium. We have to. We will miss out if we don't do something now. So that's why I got involved, because... And you want people to do what? Uh, well, come and find us on social media. Uh, we're going to have an email newsletter to let them know what's going okay. on. Cause we're, and the main thing, if anybody feels strongly enough that they have got spare five minutes and they want to email Hammersmith Council and say that they really want the club to stay in the area, then that would be superb. Exactly. I think the thing to remember is... I think we've got the link on our website, by yeah, the way. Excellent. Oh, I, think, I, think, I think we've got it in DRs as well, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Um, Are you now commenting on other people's arse end? Is this I'm what kind you're of pop- doing now? Is this turned in from a, a tag team to a relay team? Yeah. Just saying. Um, that was quite a good. Good for Christie Stadium reference. I'll tell you yeah, what, that's on. what I was thinking. I'm just surprised. Yeah. God, I nearly own. missed that. I'm yeah. a bit slow from that. Anyway, but the thing is, what I want, and we want, or we should want, and I think we want... Covers every angle there, just in case anyone has forgotten me. Hurry out. Thank you. Go on. Um, is that we want the ground that QPR fans want. We don't want to go to someone like Reading and look at it and go, oh, I don't like that, I don't like that. Absolutely. We want everyone right. to come in and we build our own stadium, we build our own dream, we build our own way to go forward. And that's the only way this can work. And the more people who want to yes. get involved and in this whole thing as and when it kind of progresses, the more say we will collectively have as a group, an unlimited group of people who will then 
be able to say this is what we feel about season ticket prices this is what we feel about the way the stand is how it should look we need to have a say and not the time is coming and it's probably going to be sooner rather than later when we're we're going to need all the people all of the Mm. fans in the area that batting on our side that we can get because we you know we're going to need to start to speak up it's what it's it's what brighton did they they got Mm. organized um and I mean, I know Brentford fans have been organising their campaign for a new stadium, which they, they've got. Um, we're not going to get this if we idly sit back and just say, oh, well, we, we'll never fill it. At Stayin W12? Is yes, that, that's Twitter. But yeah. One last thing about it all is that people will say we can't fill Loftus Road. And I would like the club to improve facilities at Loftus Road and reduce ticket prices, fill the stadium. Then we can build a fan base then mm. we can have something to be proud of we need to seriously look at Loftus Road as well and do some little technical twitches to it and make it better and then when we if we do have to move and when we do move we can then build our dreams together and when we put we are QPR in that stand it really means we are QPR was that your R's end? nope Gemma and, and Steve well done you can have another you are, one you've actually surpassed Finney in terms of length <laughs> Of an R's end. Sorry. <laughs> well done. Oh, Sorry, they, they could have one, you could have one more R's end each. No. No. I, I no. We've got to go home. Will you technically... People's tube journeys are running out. I get very funny about this. The only R's end I want to... For my R's end, I want to talk about last, the attendance <laughs> last night. And it's Kevin Maguire speaking what up behind us. That we, we, we have a, an office cleaner who's just appeared through the window behind us, which is like my comment. The attendance last night, I looked out on that ground and I thought, you cannot tell me that this initiative by the Football League to broadcast all the midweek games does not affect attendances. Are you right? I have never seen a, uh, an effort by football to kill itself yeah. as quickly and effortlessly as this harebrained idea. What moron thought it up? It is so obvious that it affects attendances. Yeah. Mm. You actually have to be a brain dead to have come up with it. A friend of mine is a Reading fan. He has a season ticket. I texted him this morning and I said, were the people of Reading aware there was a game on last night? And he said, I've got to be honest. I didn't go because the train was going to cost me 20 quid and it was a tenner to watch it and I was a bit sort of cold. Or it was weird, but there's nothing. So I stayed at home and I didn't yeah, go. Completely. And that's being repeated up and down the country. So football, QPR, whoever it is, it, this is so idiotic. Football has surpassed itself in its idiocy. It was terrible, that attendance last night. Absolutely. Not uh, our, our uh, lot, but as uh, a... But it's, it's so obviously linked to these, all these games being broadcast. That's my R's end. Okay. Paul. Going on to your R's end, I'd just like to say another thing. That was going to be mine. Was it? You robbed it. So I, we're done. No, right, predictions. I, I have predictions. <laughs> Come on, let's, I mean, let's, uh, this will kill him. Uh, right, predictions no, no, for Derby for Saturday. I'm not having this. This is unfair and unjust. Now, Cindy Grohl, who we go to football with, and you know Cindy, you know Cindy, mm-hmm. has often said that, that what they're doing, to answer your question, is how football's going to be in 10 years' time. We will be sitting on our sofas watching with our season tickets. And I didn't believe her six months ago. I do know. Yeah. And that's scary because clubs like QPR are a community. We're not a sofa. And QPR is more concerning because we have so many fans who come a long way. Yeah. Mm. So 
it's hard because then there really is a massive cost implication. Grand overseas fans, not a problem. Yes, for that. completely, absolutely fine. But not but people for that some coming from all. Yeah. Uh, was that your Oz end? My Oz end <laughs> is quite simple and quite short and very yeah. very sim- it, sim- sim- Yeah, I believe it when I see it. Thank yeah. you very much. Well done to everyone who went to Blackpool, who went to Swansea, who went to Reading. You were immense at every single Brilliant. game. Thank and you. And the ones so much. who broke down on the coach. Yeah, the official. Yeah, official that was coach coach come on. Right, the club have got to give those guys two or three. They also broke on the way down to Blackpool as well, away back, whatever. Right. They broke down twice. Changed so, the coach. So give them a free ride, give them some free tickets, give them some free shirts. Yeah. Because by God, they suffered enough having Absolutely. to watch that yeah. without breaking Absolutely. down as well. Yeah. And also, the QPR fans who would take the Mickey out of them as they're coming into the stadium late, have a word with yourselves. Finning your derby prediction. Um, we're not doing some more as a forever, are we? I, I don't know. That wasn't the question. Sorry, that, I, know, yes. but why, 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 I actually asked but you something you know, entirely you know differently. You, if I'd have asked you. No, um, you know when you're desperate for something. Who's going to be the forever R on Saturday? Oh, then that yeah, may have been a related answer, but <laughs> I, know, I didn't. I, I said, know, "What's the I prediction going to be?" Just a prediction. prediction. We've got to go home. Come prediction on. Prediction is: if we'd have done that, we would have suffered a cheer. It'd be marvellous. It would be very tacky. Sorry, Gemma. Um, <laughs> and it'd be probably tasteless. Sorry, Steve. Oh um, but you know what? It'd be brilliant. I'd love it if it had Bobby Samora as a forever R Saturday. It's not going to happen, and that's maybe a little bit sad. I think we'll win 2-1. Thank you. Gemma? Sadly, I think we'll lose 2-1. Steve? I think we'll win 2-0 and Wells will open his account. And don't, don't forget to give Big Frank a lovely return to Loftus oh, Road. Yeah. By the way, I think we'll draw one all, which is code for something much worse. That's what I say when I think something oh, really? much worse might happen. Why do you use code? What did you say? One all. Can't say we'll lose. I know Gemma just did, but I can't say that. That's because I'm so glass <laughs> Right. Thank you very Thank much you very for listening. This was quite fun in the end, mm. unexpectedly. Like, like, like the old trains <laughs> they got there. Thanks for listening. Because we're out of the Carbareo, Cab- Carbareo, Carabao Cup. We're going to have far fewer games. We might be back on Tuesdays from next week. You never know. Um, this Are we out? It's I been it open all ours. Thank you for listening. Come on, you ours. You ours. UPR. UPR. Pittsburgh Rangers are on the up and up. UPR. UPR.